Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. We are glad you're joining us today. Today, I have a friend, Chrissy Goble, that's with us, or Christina Goble. I call her Chrissy. Chrissy, thank you for joining us today. Oh, Carmen, I feel like that um, this is such a privilege to be able to share God with others because that's just something I just really enjoy doing. And um, so I want to thank you for allowing me to um, be in conversation with you today. Oh, friend, the privilege is mine. The privilege is mine. And there's something I I could jump right into conversation. But before we do, a lot of the ladies listening don't know you, Chrissy. Now, several do. But tell us a little bit about who Chrissy is. Well, I had kind of a rough start to life. Um, And I feel like that Psalm 139, 13 through 16, really just speaks to my life. When I was in my mother's womb, my placenta detached from her uterus and that should have caused a natural um child a natural abortion and the doctor told her she'd lose the baby and she got upset and she prayed and um went and seen another doctor and lo and behold it reattached itself and here i am so um i feel like that god um when i read that God does know us in our mother's wounds and he's just, he's just such a wonderful God. And, and I just love him. Um, so, and I grew up um, learning who Jesus was. So I thought I was a Christian and there were people who tried to tell me otherwise and they could not convince me. And on March 18th, um, 1999, I accepted um, Jesus as my Lord and savior and when that happened, I didn't know then, but I know now that I was uh, experiencing spiritual warfare. And then since that time, I've learned what it is when that seems to appear in my life uh, or with others, I can sense that. So God, he has, um, from the time that I accepted Christ, he has um, taught me how to pray. And I would really really like to get those days back because they were wonderful, but he has made me a prayer warrior. So I do a lot of praying. I do a lot of praying in my life. And um, then God, he gave me the verse uh, Philippians 121 to live as Christ, to die as gain. And for me, life finds all its meaning in Christ. Death also has its benefits. You know, sometimes I used to wonder, you know, what I'm here for. Well, I'm here for God. That's what I'm here for. And so since I'm here for him, I'm just going to live for him. That's good. That's good. Now, Chrissy and her husband, um, Rex, he's the pastor at Clarksville Baptist Church. So that's where they serve at. And I met Chrissy, um, I, I believe the first time was through Refresh, our pastor's wife's retreat. And then we crossed paths at the annual meeting because then I got to talk. And so that was some of our original contact. And I want to I want to talk about that a little bit because it was at that retreat that I talked about an upcoming Hawaii partner trip that mm-hmm. we 
that we were doing. And um, and that's what you and your husband had come and spoke to me a little bit more at one of our annual meetings because God had put Hawaii on your heart. You know, you had you had been thinking through that. Here's one of the things that stands out to me about who you are, Chrissy, and you've already alluded to it. You're a prayer warrior. And um, I know some people that are prayer warriors, but I don't know that I really knew prayer warriors until the last couple years in my life. So, I mean, I knew people that prayed and diligently, but as God has had me walk through some season of life changes, uh, I'm learning what does it mean to truly be a prayer warrior? But you are that prayer warrior. And you reached out to me and started praying for me. And specifically, it wasn't like just can I pray for you? You had already been praying for me. And you came back to me with some very intentional things that as God was directing you to pray or to the point that can I say if we fast forward, ladies, if you're listening, if I get a text message from Chrissy that says, hey, God put you on my mind or this is what I'm praying for you. Can I just tell you that I lean back in and, and some of you guys listening know that I do this with you too. I lean back in because I asked this question. Did he put me specifically on your mind with that particular text or was it in general? And this is why I mean that as a compliment because I know that truly you are abiding with Christ and spending that much time in his word and with him and so connected in spirit that if God puts me on your mind, I'm paying attention because I look at it like he's trying to speak something through you to me. And Chrissy, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I am on your prayer list and, you know, that you're in, that intentional um, with with that. So thank you. Well, we just give Jesus all the praise. Chrissy, go ahead and take a minute now and share with the ladies, because I know you had some pretty awesome stories that came out of that Hawaii connection, too. And I know you and your husband truly serve as one, you know, where you're at. But tell tell the ladies about that trip to Hawaii. The trip to Hawaii was an experience that I have not had before. And um, God used you to for me to go. And... What he used was actually the priority conference. Um, I've never um, gone to a priority conference and it was announced at church. And I just felt that I was to go because there was something that was there for me, but I didn't know what it was. I just had that feeling and I like meetings. So I thought, well, now at that time as well, um, my health was very poor. It was very poor. I didn't go anywhere. The, I went to church. Um, my husband drove me and I might have been driving a little bit in February, but I got really sick in January and I didn't know, but I knew I was going somehow. So that was on my heart. And um with priority, I attended 98, I attended in 99, and that was when God took me to Hawaii. And I didn't realize we were going to do a woman's conference there. And we were supposed to write on a topic. And so I wrote on the topic. And so when we got there, well, now this topic that I wrote, I prayed over it and and God said, well, this is it was decluttering your um, decluttering your heart, decluttering your mind, decluttering your stuff. And so he took me to Genesis and he had me the creation of man. And 
the interesting thing with that, God tells us so much in Genesis. His word is so rich that when we read it, we don't get it. But yet it's simplistic. So we need to go back and we need to just really, when we read it, we really need to read it with God. And um, he just gave me all this stuff to write down. And so I did. And it got put together. And I presented this in Hawaii. And the first session I did, there was a woman who was pregnant with child in the first row. And she was just, just quietly crying, just tears coming down her cheeks. And when I was done, she came up and she thanked me as if I saved her life life somehow. And she told me that um, she needed to hear what I said and that it has changed her. It has changed her view on so many things. And um, she was just very, very grateful. And so I just praise the Lord for it. And um, there were other women that came up and uh, they wanted prayer. So we prayed together and that first session, going back to it again, I I felt the feeling of the Holy Spirit with it. It just it just filled me, and I knew that the Spirit was speaking through me, and I knew there was someone there who needed to hear it. So it was a blessing for me to know that she received it, and I still pray for for her from time to time. And the first time I was there, 14 years ago, that's how I saw it. So we were there, and we served them an even an evening meal. And fellowshiped with them. I didn't know what God had for me there, but I was just open. And there was one man, David, that he was talking with several women from our team. I called us Team Illinois. He told us, he said, my life's a mess. I know I need Jesus. I called over the ladies, her prayer warriors, and I said, ladies, we need to pray with this man. So they came over and some more of them. And so we just gathered around and we prayed over him. He started telling me his story about how he left his wife and his kids and why and how he just felt like he had no value, that he was making more struggles for his family with him being there. And and every time he would share something, it was like the Lord was just speaking to me to him and just, I mean, really direct. And there was a point that I stopped and I said, is what I'm saying too rough on you? Because I thought it was. And he said, no, I need to hear this. So anyway, we were talking and and as we were talking, I just kept feeling that an urgency that he he needed to accept Christ, need to accept him soon. And so it's like, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. It's like, I can't do it for you. You have to say the words. And he's like, oh, I don't know how. And I said, yes, you do. And, and I kept telling him, go to God and tell him that you're a sinner. You know that you've done wrong and that that you need Jesus just to, to clean up your life and just to, to be the your savior, the Lord of your life. And, and it just kept coming out. And I don't know what God has for David, but it was so important that it just had to be said, whatever it would take to get him to know Christ. And I stuck with him until he told me that he would. And I tell you, I was just ready to burst at the seams. And 
And I was just praying for him the whole time that we left until we got back to our cabin, which is only like five minutes away. But when we got there, I went into the cabin. And when I opened the door, I seen our team sitting around the room. And I was just like, ladies, do you know what happened tonight? Do you realize you helped save this man's life? And it was just if I couldn't say that, then I just felt the rocks would cry out because it just had to be said. And I prayed and I prayed for him. I prayed for his wife and I prayed for, you know, for this to happen because I know, I know that he needs to do this. And it was, I don't know how long into the trip, but it was during the trip. And I just felt in my soul, David has accepted me. David has me as his Lord and Savior. And I was just like, praise you, God, because you are so precious and you died for him as well as you did me and everyone else. I don't know what other people thought, but I tried to keep it mostly inside of me. But it was it was hard. It was hard at times. It was an amazing experience. The It was like one of those indescribable gifts that God gives us at time to time. And it grew me in him as well. You're so genuine and you are that compassionate and passionate for the lost. One of the things that that I remember that that I want to point out, you referenced that you had some um, health concerns at one time that you really weren't even coming out of the house, very protective of your immune system. I mean, very specific things you couldn't do, could do, so forth. And I, I remember, I mean, that was a faith step for you even going on the trip. But, you know, because what that meant is there were a lot of layers. I remember talking to you. I remember talking to Jill McNichol, the team leader. But and the other thing is, I will say that that your precious husband, Pastor Rex, is very protective of his bride because he's walked these health concerns with you. So the fact that you even signed up for that trip, the fact that you by faith, right, put your name on that roster and you you went I, I guess because I got to see that story, not I wasn't on the I wasn't actually on the ground with you guys, but I got to watch how you stepped out in obedience. And so for you to sit here now and tell that story that you said that trip changed me. Um, can I just say glory? Just glory. Yes. Because, you know, yes. like if you're listening, you know, we're Blackaby fans around here, right? When God calls you to do something, listen to what Chrissy said. That's the time when you clearly hear him. That's the time to respond. There's your crisis of belief. And as Blackaby says, what we do next truly displays what we believe about God. And it will call for a radical adjustment of your life. And what may be radical to you may not look radical to somebody else. But trust me, women, right? When it's radical to us, we know it. And that may be a radical just shift in our thinking that may be radically that that um, Chrissy steps out and says I'm going on that trip and my healthcare stuff will line up you know this this stuff will work out but boy when we follow God that's how we go more intimate with him because we get to experience him and it's through those various platforms that we get to experience in him so so as you're listening to Chrissy's story you're going to start to see yourself in those stories too and what may seem like oh that was just another short-term mission trip not to Chrissy you don't know oh, no no it's still there <laughs> not to David yep. not to the lady that was sitting on the front row we're not meant to do this alone and Chrissy that's the purpose of our podcast you know we just display ordinary women with this extraordinary God and and what a privilege and when people can come together and join in the community we're reminded that there's other people that are in this race with us you serve in Clarksville on a daily basis you know I'm down the road in Raymond work in Springfield 
But boy, when we need something, right? When that text comes across that says, Carmen, God put you on my mind, or Carmen, this is specifically what I'm praying, or I can reach back out, you know, that shows, ladies, we're not alone. So if you're not connected with us, connect. You can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can follow us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women, or check us out on our website at ibsa.org backslash women, because life's too hard to go alone. We're not intended to go alone. We're the church with the big C, right? The capital, the capital C. We believe that they can, that, that the revival will start with us and we can carry that back into our churches that are just tired, that just need to be encouraged because our culture is so dark and it's getting more and more complicated, but we shine brighter, right? Our lights, we're the light of Christ and we can shine brighter in that dark culture. But man, sometimes it feels good just to be encouraged, right? Like the, the like the glow sticks, we just get to be recharged <laughs> together and then, and then yeah. So there's lots of ways for you to, you know, for you to engage in, because what we're hoping is that we learn to pray and that our churches become those, you know, even even more praying churches coming out of priority. And we believe that God, we're not leaving out anybody. We're not saying it's not about men. I'm not saying that. But we do believe that God is doing something through the women right now because we are influencers and we can be that we can be that spark back into our churches to encourage our pastors and, you know, and be that army, right, to be that that army of disciples that that Jesus has called us to be. Chrissy, we only have a few more minutes and we're going to wind down here. But um, I, again, I'm grateful for you being with us. If you could, you've encouraged the women, but you're a pastor's wife. Um, we're coming out of uh, out of COVID, and I say that lightly. We, you know, we've got a long way to go, right? Some some of us yes. we really don't know what what our church or the church is going to look like. You know, who's coming back, who's not coming back, what are groups going to look like, and that's okay because God does. But there's a lot of tired leaders. What what would you say today, Chrissy, to encourage a pastor's wife um, that's listening in right now? I would encourage them to just go to to the Lord in prayer and just seek what he has for her, to seek what he has for her husband and ask him to reveal it to her with clarity because we need clarity a lot of times. And we need to remember how God created a helpmate for the man. And that's what we are. We are our man's helpmate. And so I tell you, God took me out of my job to be pastor's wife. And I thought about getting a job and he told me, no, I have a job for you. So if you're a pastor's wife, God has a job for you. And that job is priceless. The benefits are out of this world. And what he has is far more than what the dollar is. And so whatever God is telling you to do, just do it. it. And sometimes it doesn't sound like it makes sense, but it doesn't have to. You just do it because you trust him. When we trust God, that's telling him we honor him. When we thank God for who he is, that's honoring God. When we praise him, that is for all that he has done. And that's what we're here for. In this world, there are two realms. There is God and there's Satan. Now, we people are God's creation. So we are made in God's image. And therefore, he made us for him. 
He didn't make us for Satan. So kick him out of your life. Reject him. Tell him you don't want him there. If you feel like that you are being held back by something, reject what that is in the name of Jesus Christ because it's not for you. God has much better for you. And if God's taking you through a journey, it may not be a smooth road, but you know what? It will be an experience that you will treasure because God's journeys are all well worth it. Even though they may seem to be difficult or with challenges, but that difficulty just kind of fades when you say, thank you, Jesus. And it could be a small thing, dropping something. Oh, I'm always dropping something. It's like, Thank you, Jesus, that I have this object to drop. Thank you, Jesus. I have hands that I could use and just pick it up and just just feel the deliverance that he has for you of what is trying to turn you away from him. Because say no to Satan and his demons and say yes to God through Jesus with the Holy Spirit and he will change your, he will work in and through your life. And as you allow him to change you, he will, but you have to be willing. Amen. That's a, that's a good word. That's a good word. Ask him to reveal it with clarity. I love that. We can go with very specific requests and it is a revelation, right? Anytime God shows himself to us, it is clearly a revelation. And that's why we're studying the Holy Spirit at priority, you know, so that we can, we can walk out in confidence and live with women that are yielding our, live as women that are yielding our life to the Holy Spirit, you know, and just, oh, what a change, what a change that can be in our own lives and lives of our families and, you know, our churches when the Holy Spirit is the one that gets to be unleashed and take the lead, which is why I love, love, love short-term mission trips to different countries when we see they they live out of that sense of um, um, urgency and just dependency on the Holy Spirit. So ladies, I'm going to close with this. I want to thank you so much for joining us. And I, you know, I listened to somebody this past weekend and, and one of the things they were teaching some young student girls how to, um, to pray. And one of the things they said, they said, if you want to know if you struggle with pride, ask yourself, how much do you pray? Because if you're not spending time in prayer, it's basically like looking at God and saying, what, God, I really don't need you. I got this one. Just, you know, kind of like go rest, God. I got this one. And if that's the way we're living our lives, that's probably our litmus test that pride is driving our actions, right? Instead of instead of coming to God with things, we, we want to be involved. I say we want to dance and we want that partner to be God. Let him choreograph the story he has. Let him play it out and you can trust him with the steps to follow. So Chrissy, thank you, my friend, for joining us today. Well, you are so welcome. It's a privilege for me. And thank you so much, Carmen, because I love sharing God with everybody. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, ladies, if you're not connected to us, get connected. And I will see you back here next week for the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.